0: Welcome, ProRec fans, to the third podcast. Uh, Talking about everything ProRec sports. Uh, I am Michael Bennett, Vice President of Operations and GM of the Two and Four Mad Cherries. Just really dragging along. Yeah, and I'll and you gotta let you guys introduce yourselves here.
1: I'm Tyler, uh, GM of the uh,
2: Mages. Jalen Myers, uh, President.
0: So I know commentary. we already... We, commentary, <laughs> stream, stream master. <laughs> stream master. <laughs> and Jalen's in charge of all uh, Pro-Rec beats during the games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we already, we obviously had already a podcast or last week from previous week games since we have a game this past week. Um, so we're kind of focused the attention on just these upcoming weeks, uh, pro going forward, um, some ideas we have for the business and whatnot. So I guess we'll just go ahead and start with... Um, Game one, we kind of go game by game and kind of give predictions for which yeah. one of us. Um, first game in eleven, we have my team, the Mad Cherries, versus a Swift. Um, kind of talking points, um, you know. Can I, can we really get things back on track? Are we a two and four team? Are, you know, we're gonna see. Uh, <laughs> you know, can I? You know, can I? You know, somehow work things out. And then, uh, you know, the Swift. You know who's gonna really lead that team? You know they've they've all kind of it seems like they've each game they've had a different guy who's cut between whether Vanderbush, Zabo, Schmelz, Thurman at times who's been like their leading guy, which I think is good. They they're deep, and I think any one of those guys could go off because they shoot a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of my point on it, just kind of you know how that's gonna balance itself out and whether my team with. The most talent on paper can figure this thing out. <laughs> We've been waiting. Yeah, so. it's, hey, I don't know how many more times you can say most talent <laughs> on paper, unless just maybe it's just not talent on paper. I don't know.
1: What's 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 the prediction, Mike? But we're or gonna is, win. You got what score?
0: Whew. So we're averaging seventy-five points a game. I'm gonna say we're gonna win eighty-seven to seventy-nine. Think it's gonna be a high-scoring mm. affair.
2: I, think it'll
0: be, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think we're going to
2: put up points tomorrow. 87-79. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think... I feel like I picked you to win every week and every Maybe week. Maybe you need to pick me to lose, so then we'll win. <laughs> I'm going to pick you to I, I think I think you will win this week. I'm going to pick you guys. This week... If you guys lose this week, I'm not even talking about you guys again. Yeah, you guys are just off my radar. You already but, know who I'm going with. Yeah, fucking swifty dick. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just think back to, like, the talent. Like, you guys have the talent. Like, you guys you guys should win, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think you guys have more talent. You know, and
0: the, the Swift are a difficult team because, you know, they got a lot of athletic guys on the team. They got talent, but, like, Jake Schmaltz's teams, like, again, we've talked about this before, are never, like, the most talented people on the court or just not – not that they're not good at basketball, but just, you know, you have a lot of teams, a lot of stacked talent on teams. But Jake just always finds a way just to – his teams play really well together. He never trades anybody, you know, and they just always are in the top three seeds or in the championship every single year. If you think about it, it's kind of crazy. I think I think that game is going to come down to, like,
2: just chemistry – You know, who has more chemistry, who has more flow, and just, like, coaching.
1: Yeah. Swift are going to win. Swift are going to win, like, 79-74. You guys are going to have a hard time scoring inside. Why? Especially if Thurman's going to be there. Thermostat, man. What do you mean? Why thermostat? I know then, we we have the a, size on them. Then you got a big boy. That big boy Artino. He's gonna be down there camping it out. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's great by any means, but he he's a big body.
0: He is a big body, but he averages like three
1: rebounds a game for being six eight. Here's the thing. You gotta. You guys. You have to
2: be disciplined. Like playing a team like that, because yeah. Schmelz is gonna, like, he's gonna call timeouts. He's gonna. He's gonna make adjustments. Yeah, <laughs> You know, Thurman's going to get the rebound, and he's going to no, throw I it No, I know. It's good, if, it's you good. Guys, yep. if you guys, you know, don't adjust, and you guys come out, and, you know, they go on a run, you know, go on a 10-0 run, and then it's, ah, oh shit, you know, heads go down. I've seen it from you guys. But I know. It that, that's been that, our
0: biggest. There's been games we've gotten out until we're down, like, 14-5, 14-6. You know, we're down eight quick in the first quarter, and then the third quarter comes, we'll storm back. We did it against. The, we played okay. shit against the swarm, and we did the same thing against the dot or the. Excuse me, the uh, pack. You know, it was a four point game with like three minutes against the pack, but we spent so much energy getting back in the game from our shitty ass start. You mm-hmm. got to that point that those big bodies just wear down on you, and then Albert leaving making two clutch threes with two minutes left kind of just put the nail in the coffin. Swift, but
1: Swift Swift top three team, man. No, they're
0: good. I'm not taking them away from. It. I'm just. It's gonna be a tough game. I just. I'm confident in our guys and. A lot of our guys have been putting a lot of work in the gym, and we've been playing a lot together, like off the court, trying to build some chemistry. And I, I think Gage, having two two weeks off, almost two and a half, three weeks off from not being able to play, I think he's going to come out and he's gonna he's gonna play really well, really really well. Here's a question: okay. Who has the most pressure on them for this game? Mm. Me,
2: out of anyone on the Swift, out of anyone on the Mad Chairs. So, a couple options here. I think on the Swift. I think anyone who would have pressure on them would be probably just smelts, I think. <laughs> For you guys, is it maybe you? Is it you're on the hot seat, you're the GM, you I, guys are I, underperforming, or is it number one overall pick, Gage Beaver, is yet no, to win a game? No, because
0: I, I, I wouldn't say that because we... Or, yeah, hold on. Really? He hasn't won. Hasn't won. No.
2: The loss with the Nightmare, they got traded to the Matres and, and lost <laughs> lost both or one no he's played two 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 games so he hasn't won a game
1: I didn't realize that
2: or that's
1: tough Gage AJ
2: (laughs) Wagner
0: he has pressure on him yeah he hasn't you know AJ last AJ had I think he had 22 last week did he have 22? Mm -hmm. he was our he was our leading scorer of our team last week Um. So I think AJ he's fine in his flow and I think he's he's I don't know. They're, that dude's hard to guard. I this is the first time I've ever seen him play, and I'm playing with him. But I tell you what, that jab step he has, because people have to respect that deep three, and that dude just f- flies right by it. Kind of crazy.
2: I remember. I remember playing him in high school, and I remember thinking like this was like that, I mean that that move, that jab yeah. step, that jab, jab right, go left. That's been getting me. it's like, it's
0: literally so simple, but he's just. He's he so quick and compact it. about yeah. it, like, and then he's at the and he can play above the rim too, which is I think surprises a lot of people too. Yeah. Kind of like Vanderbush, he obviously doesn't dunk like Alex, yeah. but both those guys you wouldn't expect them just to be up at the rim like that, but they can play above the rim. Right. So most most pressure on. on I, like I'm that. gonna I'm gonna take the heat from my team. I just you think it's on you? Yeah, I mean, I made the trades, I drafted the team, you know. I'm not playing up to where I want it to be. We're two and four. I think realistically, in my opinion, we should be six and zero. Oh. Um, we lost a lot. We lost you by four. We lost the pack in a close game. We played well. The Swarm. I ain't really going to talk about that. That was just an ugly, ugly game. Then we lost the Ducks last big by one without Gage, without Claude. I was half hurt. You know, we still lost by one. So with a questionable foul call at the end, Todd Murphy. But um, so, like you, I think you said too. We in our group chat, like. The couple days after, you're like, dude, you've been in like. There's not been one game where you've been blown out, so like, yeah, we've lost, but you gotta kind of take the positives with that. And I can't sit here and be negative about it. I mean, two and four, but got to win these last two games. I and mean, really, all this, really, what this boils down to is playoff time. I mean, I think there's a couple bottom tier teams I don't think will win a game in the playoffs, but I feel like the top, like the the first five between you, the Swift, the excuse me, the Mages Swift Ducks. Um, pack and mad Cherries. I feel like any of those teams could beat any of anybody on really on any given night. I'm not gonna say like I'm not gonna say I'm gonna blow Tyler's team out. You know, nine times out of ten. You know, I'm not gonna say the Packers are gonna blow us out nine times out of ten. So I feel like a lot of those games can go either way. It just depends, like you said, Jalen, who who shows up and how they play. But I think play come playoff time. You you know you've had eight weeks together. You know, then there's no there should be no. That's where I'm at right now. It's week seven. I don't want to talk about chemistry anymore. We just gotta go out and do it. You know, we've had. What is it? Three or four weeks now with just our guys. Three weeks to three. Yeah, These guys are
1: still ass.
0: <laughs>
1: but so no, I, this
2: this game most most pressure. Who do you think?
1: Mad Cherries and Swift. Who? I would say Mad Cherries have all the pressure, no doubt. Because like I said, like like I said earlier, I mean, I don't know if I said this earlier, but the fact of the matter is, is that you know, we was out here saying that they had a super team in the, in our league. And they haven't won a game together yeah. yet.
0: That was the talk on Twitter. I mean, Willie yeah. Wiley tweeted something about like what in the Brooklyn Nets is going on here. No,
1: honestly, and it was around the same time that yeah. it's all going down. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Mm. But 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 honestly, I mean, you guys are ass, and you guys have yeah. such a good team. So I'm not gonna say we're
0: ass. Okay. No, you guys are pretty
1: ass. <laughs> you one. You guys are ass. I mean, you can't say that. You can't say any less than that. I'm not saying
0: we're good. I, I'm not gonna say we're ass. Maybe we're like. I'm know, not calling individual players
1: her. ass like. Cole knows I respect him. You know I respect you. Gage, I, I didn't respect Gage at first, but I watched him play, and he has some moves. I mean, that dude's nasty, but you you guys collectively are just straight dog water. <laughs>
0: so I think, well, so. I honestly, I've said this before, but I just, I don't know. I think this week is a, I think that week off kind of was a, a good little break for us to kind of get our minds right, and really, our group chat's been good, talking about different things, and. I hang out with Cole a lot, just and talk to Gage a lot about just game plans, you know. And I think I, we definitely have the chemistry off the court, you know. It just got it's got to translate.
1: Plus, plus, whenever, whenever, whenever
0: a team is playing, you guys, I'll give
1: you this as a benefit of the doubt. It's like, you know, growing up as a Cleveland fan, I see LeBron, and and you always see teams that are not that not up to his level, play phenomenally yeah. better because they want to beat him. So well, that's
0: why every team we've played, outside of probably you guys, that first game we both – both teams didn't shoot the ball. They every team, team has played the best game against people, us. Because people yeah. – because of all those trades, people yeah. won. I mean, look tray. at look at the swarm. I mean, the, some of the dudes are making the amount of threes that they are making, they shot – I think they shot like 67% from the field that game. Right. That's crazy. I mean, even a good – a really good team like the Pack, 6-0 and – they have not shot 67 percent in a game. For a team to shoot 67 percent from the field, that's crazy. But is that
1: is that a testament to people wanting to beat you, or, or are you guys having bad defense? No,
0: I, I think some of it too is I think you, <laughs> I think you kind of, I think you focus on certain guys, and then you just sometimes you just you know you forget about the guy you know. But I guess that's a wake up the you know you gotta guard everybody because anybody could just, and especially in these men's league, men's league. Cole and I have talked to us a lot. A lot of guys in our league and like Ty you agree with us, a lot of guys are streaky streaky, real streaky shooters. Right. We're not all great shooters. There's great shooters in the league, but not everybody's a great shooter. But if someone sees two or three go in, that rest of the game they might make four or five more. Right. You know, the Coles, you know, he's getting to that point where I talk to him, he's like, you know, I'm going on thirty. He's like I used to just knock down shots left and right, but now he goes, I feel like I'm just like a streaky shooter. Like I'll see one go in and I'll feel good. But a lot of guys are just they're just streaky. You start seeing the ball go with anybody and you feel like okay, I can start hitting some shots. I remember what this
1: feels like. That's, what you, that, that's how it feels. Huh. You, you smack a three, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do that.
0: Yeah. Tyler's Tyler's reminiscing of his, his younger years over here. Indeed, I need that. <laughs> but, all right. Well, I so but, let me say, I, most pressure is on you.
2: If you lose this game, it's time to start thinking about, it's time to start talking about
0: if you should be a GM or not. Yeah. You know, if I, you like,
2: lose... There's a real question about whether you should be. I know. And I've already
0: kind of discussed it about maybe stepping down. Um, (laughs) 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 I have, have I not? (laughs) That is depressing.
1: No, I have. Have I not? Have I not said
0: this? Yeah, but I I wasn't gonna put it on the yeah. record. You know, I've, I've already, you know, I'll let you guys know. I've, I've had I've had those thoughts. This game might you know, just the game's already guys. game game's already over. Right no, <laughs> no, it's not over. I'm just saying, you know, Slip, i not even so much about losing. I just I've had those thoughts about just being in the player pool and just getting drafted. you really get drafted by and you know and going from there, but. What's the other essay season goes and if I'm a mad, Cherry, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think I like that answer. It's not, it's not anything to do with this season. It's my own personal thing. It's not anything to do with the team. It's my own mm-hmm. personal thing. Not maybe want, not want to be yeah. a GM. It's you know? the,
1: it's the collective years of being a failed GM. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's that's just, what it is. Yeah, it's just all the, all the losses just, <laughs> just piled up.
1: I yeah. had more wins than you as a GM, by the way. Yeah, does, Yeah, I was, happen. I was adding up on the way here because I wanted to bring that up during the podcast. <laughs> how many, how many is it? I think it's like, wait, so let me think. It was, I I won Sorry, five season. my first, five my first and five now, so I guess not, you have an extra you've season. You've only had two? I've two only been a GM for two seasons. And you've had, we were five and, this is my third. We were five and three, and then, now we're five and one, I so was, I was, mean, so I was,
0: let's see here. First season was you and Goose, and, and you, right? No, that was my yeah. second season.
2: What was your first season GM? Yeah. No, that was your first season GM. Yeah, it was my first season. My yeah. first season
0: we were four and four, and then we won a playoff. So five we won five games that year. No playoffs, no playoffs. No playoffs. Okay, so then four. And then the second year I went four, eight. So I'm at ten. And I have ten in two seasons. Yeah. So this percentage is better. Yeah. Yeah. Have you won a playoff game?
1: Right now I'm flexing, guys. Have <laughs> you won a playoff game? What? Have you won a playoff game? I've only been in one playoffs. And then that's when uh well, that's true. I guess you did. That's when I kicked the table over and you made fun
0: of me. Was that the first that was game f- of the playoffs?
1: That was the first.
0: Uh, yeah. JV made on <laughs> overtime.
1: <laughs> Have you ever won a playoffs? Yeah. When I won, yeah. buddy. I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to. I was about put to it, wrap it around in your You, put you put guys win. You guys play. We that was were
0: season four. Uh, six. We were. Se- yeah. Season six? But season five was the first season that would be on. And then season six, it was a GM. On. season six was you. It was me, Tyler. Oh, um, that was you, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, we Bruce. upset the two seed. Uh... We beat you guys in the playoffs? No. We upset the yeah, two I seed. Did. No. We upset the two seed Pistons with Tan, Thurman, and them. And oh, then we yeah. lost to Matt and Malik. Oh, okay. We were on the yeah.
1: Next yeah, Yeah, we lost to Matt and Malik. God damn it, Malik.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, all right, well, let's get off the Matt Cherry and Swift train here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to game two, Mages versus Nightmare. Um, kind of touched on it before, but Ben Cameron, I think we can all agree, he's front row MVP right now, leading the league in scoring. He's leading the league in rebounds. He's up field there goal. field goal percentage, one. efficiency, and he had set the record for 41 points last week and had 19 rebounds. So I think you can't really argue that. Ben Cameron, I mean, guys playing out of his mind, and, and all. honesty, looking at an MVP, he's the most viable player. In my opinion, that award should go to the person who obviously is leading. You know, statistically, is doing well, but also you take him off that team. How does that team do? We'll,
1: we'll probably we we'll probably be like, you know,
0: without Mason too. Yeah,
1: we would be hurt. We would be hurting really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we would. do. <laughs> I think the uh, I would definitely I th- have to be playing a lot better yeah, than I am right now.
0: Yeah, I think prime tire late, you'd be all right. But right now, I mean. I yeah. think I don't know if you even win a game. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No,
1: I, I, but the thing is, he scored
0: half your points last week.
1: Yeah, he did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably more than half, actually, dude.
1: But there, you know, you know how it is, though. When when you feel like you're the only, well, the thing is, I don't know. I don't know, I, Ben. I don't
0: know. I'm just saying. That's why I'm saying he's MVP. You take the guy out the team. You know, you guys are five and one. You're maybe one and maybe maybe it's foot flopped.
1: I think Clayton would probably have, Clayton and Willie would probably average like 28. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Willie probably averaged about twenty blocks, so I'll give him that. <laughs> uh, but then nightmare, you know, so this talking point last week, Dylan Davis put it on Twitter. The apparently nightmare had six people in the court. If you didn't watch it, Josh uh, gadgery was on the corner of Gadori, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was on the corner of the three point line, and then right before the inbound, ball was inbound, he stepped out. So actually, when the ball was inbound, he wasn't on the court, Dylan. Just so you know, if you watched that, he was off technically. Technically, there should have been something called there because there was six people on the court. However, he did not affect the play at all. They threw up to Brent, and Brandt, Brett just manhandled whoever he was guarding and made a layup. Plain and simple. And not to mention, you got to look at it the other way. You guys missed a couple free throws down at the other end that you know the possession before that would have um, you know wouldn't have pushed you in that situation. So I don't know. It's it's definitely interesting. It's the first time. It might be the first time this has ever happened. Here's my thing.
2: <coughs> <clears throat> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. There. What's the record? Who the s- Swarm. Swarm? One and five. You're one and five. You're one and five. You're playing. You played who? The Nightmare. Yeah. Who? What's the Nightmare record? Two and four. Two and four. No,
1: one of one and four at the time. One. And They're four. both one and four at the time. One I and so. four. One and four. Yeah. They didn't affect the play.
0: It didn't affect it. I don't think it affected it. It, that, that it was
2: it was D R A guarding the corner. The play was to Brett, who got a lob, yeah, and made a great play, yeah.
0: And credit to Brett. That was a. I watched that back, and that that was he. I thought maybe it was just a tip, but that dude caught it and like faded left or right and banked it in and made it. So like,
2: unless you want to say that you were the plan was to double him, which I know that that wasn't the plan. You know, I mean, that made no difference.
1: It's it's hard to tell from watching the film what their plan was exactly. Yeah. Now, I will say that whoever is guarding him, you know, that's an extra body that could have been in the lane. I don't but, know. But I can understand but why it's he upset.
2: was. But it's just like he thought, assuming his guy was in the corner, he was out in the corner. You know, so the game plan obviously wasn't to just if he if if the game plan was like to, for him to protect the basket you know okay but like obviously it wasn't if he thought his guy was in the corner and he was out in the
0: corner you know what I mean right. so it's like I don't know it's tough you know it's what a tough one. and again though but I think you can't blame it's but easy I, it, yeah I hear what you're saying it's, it's, it's easy to blame a loss on one play like that because it's a game winner Yeah,
1: the, the you know thing. it's easy
0: to look at that and be like okay that's why we lost because he's going on the court there's there's thirty one more, or thirty one and, and thirty one minutes and and what fifty eight seconds left of the game. That that there's a lot of other possessions that go on, missed free throws, missed layups. So you, you can't really put it on. Yeah, there were six guys on the court, whatever. You can't put that all on the all the whole loss on that one play. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of coaches, even just like coaches, will tell you that like you know, when a player misses a game winner or they, you know, foul or whatever, a lot of them will come out and say, like, okay, that's not why we lost. Great play, maybe a bad questionable call at the end, but you can't blame that just like when you blame the refs for a call or something to lose a the game. There's so many other plays, especially in basketball. I think it's different in other sports. Like football, there's not as many possessions. Basketball, there's possession changing hands every possibly every five seconds. Right. You know, so you can't really blame that one play on the whole outcome of the game, in my opinion. Right,
1: right. No, I agree. Mage's nightmare though. I would say that's going to be one of our toughest games. You think to be so? Honest, I think that I think that like you know, when you look at the records, you look at like you look at everything. Again, it's a it's a pressure situation. All the pressure's on us. But the thing is <clears throat> we there's not a lot of athletic big guys in the league. Not like like you, Ben. I think Brett I think Ben is still gonna have a better game than Brett. I mm-hmm. think Ben is still gonna do what he's been doing. But I think that for us, I think now the pressure is trickling down from Ben. Yeah. Like we're somebody me and Terrell and Willie and, and I wish Mason was here, but somebody's gonna have to step up more because we're gonna have a big guy running around with Ben. Yeah. Whereas in the past, it's like Ben always has a mismatch. Like,
0: and that and that's been ben. your close games with us, with the uh-huh. pack. And it, when you exactly. have some size to play with Ben, not that Ben's not going to get his buckets. But you know, it makes them exert so much more energy on the defensive end, the offensive end. Exactly. You know, and then you—that's like the, my—that's my biggest question with your guys' team. Go, yeah, you're five-one, but going playoff time, who's gonna be that guy that you know if Ben's you know Ben's playing a Kyrie or an Antoine or someone who's banging with him constantly? Right. Who's gonna be that second second guy or even a third guy to come out and drop twenty or fifteen? Well, the good thing is, is every
1: team that has an athletic big guy like that, I feel like I can I can take the second best dude, and I think Terrell can take the second best dude. Or the third best dude interchangeably. So, like, yeah, the other games, we got Ben and we're not really that worried. But the games like this, like, internally, I, I do kind of, I'm like, all right, well, I can't fully rely on Ben because Ben is going to, he's going to, he's going to have to work way harder than he would typically have to work. But like I said, Ben's still probably going to have like 25 and 16 tomorrow. Yeah. But somebody else, I mean, that's only 25 points. So, I think Nightmare is actually, you know, I, I don't think they're a bad team. I just think that they had a lot of chemistry issues at first. And I think now they're the ones that's just like, they're just finishing out the season trying to beat all the teams, surprise people. Yeah. So,
0: No, I definitely. But I do think we're going to win that game. I think the big deal with Nightmare is, obviously I think Jacob Fakosh with them has been a big help.
1: Fakosh is the truth.
0: I think – their biggest question mark for me on that team is dom settles you know i think he has shot them out of games i think kids got a lot of talent he's got a good shot you know i feel like he doesn't use his athleticism enough because like he he's quick he get to the rim and honestly he's in better shape than a lot of guys in the league just because he's fresh out of high school you know just got done playing i thought all. he was
1: still in high school to be honest well he just
0: he just graduated this year but you know, fresh off a of high school season, it's
1: probably got yeah. graduation coming yeah. up.
2: Honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about Well, to I, say. I guess he
0: probably is just in high. I guess high school is still going, on. but yeah, he's still in high school, so you know, he's he's got those fresh legs. I don't know, like you know, you're 28, and some of these guys are you know, Ben's 32. You know, a lot of these guys are. I coached um. Yeah, that's crazy. Really?
1: Yeah. Oh wow. I he would have been. I was uh, seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade. I helped with the eighth graders. I was the seventh grade coach when Don was in eighth grade so I didn't necessarily coach him directly but like I mean I was in practice with him every time yeah. so yeah that was four years ago yeah that's... so it is funny seeing him in the league now I don't have no slander from him you know Fostoria rise up right? <laughs> but I I do I think he's just trying to you know I mean he he went from playing high school now he's playing with a bunch of old guys yeah he probably don't he probably don't respect the fact that some old guys can still hoop you know yeah yeah. And, and he's just when I was eighteen, I was coming out here throwing up shit too. Yeah, we all were. I just think for Mike them, still
0: is. I, <laughs> I think if they, I think for them to just take that next step though and to beat a team like your team, they're, they're gonna have to like give him a little bit of a. Uh, Trace you gotta put a little leash. bit of a, a leash on him. Not right. like you know, give him give them some room like you're taking a dog on a walk. You know, like a you know maybe like twenty five <laughs> feet. You know, but just restrain them a little bit. You know, just uh just to help you win. And I think. Running through things through Fakosh, too, will help them a lot. And Brett, honestly, Brett had six six steals last game. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing, too. Brett's a pretty good defender. You might have to talk about Brett being in the, in the defensive player of the year conversation, just based on his, his stats.
1: I think that Brett the, and, and Ben are going to be a fun match. I can't wait to be on the court watching it You happen. think Brett's like, going to guard him? I think if they're smart, Brett Brent, uh, Brent will guard him. I
0: don't know who else would guard Ben on that team. Jake? Ben that, I think ben Jake would be more physical. Yeah, Jake's probably great, like, Brett could run with him,
1: but I, Jake would be physical. I guarantee the matchup's going to be Jake's going to guard me. Yeah, uh, Ben uh, Brett is going to guard Ben. Fekkai will guard Terrell, and then from there on out, it's going to be. Yeah,
0: I think coach. I think has got the size, but Ben's quicker, and Ben I think yeah Brett's got some length too that could you know I still think Brett's that physical. No, but. Do you take the you take the slow physicality of Shreifer or you take the quick length with with Brett? The biggest thing with Ben,
2: you got to you got to like when he gets in transition, you got no one picks him up. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I don't know how many times I've seen that where he just goes coast to coast and Then no one will no one will touch him until he's like, And then by the time he's in the air pain. it's too late. Yeah.
1: Right. To just pick him up. That's <laughs> why that's why like pretty much at this point we just kind of evolved into you know what? Like if Ben gets a rebound, we're just running point forward. Let him run point forward. Yeah. I'm just gonna run alongside of him. He can give it to me, and I usually look to give it back to him. I mean, that's how we've kind of worked. Because at this point, it's, it's just like w- it's worked so far. No why one's, not? Why no one's, not? one's adjusting. Nobody's, just keep yeah. doing it, right? Yeah. Now, when somebody does stop him, we got Jarvis, and then we slow it down. But but lately, we've been able to run more because yes. nobody's stopping them. So why? Yeah,
2: exactly. I think nightmare can be good. But the thing with them is it I feel like it's gonna take a lot for them to be good. Like Dom Settles has to like tone it down just a little bit, mm-hmm. be a little more selective. Jacob Fakosh has to play the best that he can play. Which he can play, he's really good. Yeah. But he'll have games where he'll you know, maybe go quiet, they'll yeah. have better games. He has to play the best that he can play. Jake has to play the best that he can play as a, you know, a great mm-hmm. low post player. He gets some rebounds. Yeah. Brett has to play the best that you know what I mean. If yeah. like, if all of those guys play the perfect game, yeah. Then they could be good. But it's like you just you you don't see that from them. Yeah. You know what
0: I mean? I think that's just the it's question a lot to mark. Ask for and you know, they beat I think they beat the force, they beat the swarm so far in their two wins, I believe. Yeah. Um so, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting. And I think it's interesting that Tyler said that it was their toughest game so far. Yeah, you know, and you know what, and credit to him though for not taking anybody lightly. Like a lot of people, people, uh, you know, they look down, they look, they they take records into too much of a consideration. You know, yeah, I would you, say this is. I mean, this is a league that like
2: anyone really can. Like,
0: anybody can beat anybody. You anybody get hot, you know, yeah. and that, and and there are good shooters in the league, and I think sometimes GMs or even people on the team are like ah, you know, two and four, one and five, you know, and that's when you get beat. You know when you don't just when you don't when you don't go play like you're playing the pack every single week. You know because to beat the pack you have to bring it. You have to. You know if you don't play like that every single week, you're you you put yourself on a chance to lose. Not saying you're going to lose, but you're going to. You know you can't let a team like that hang around. It Gives them confidence. You just got to yeah. put it to them. Um, but then game three we got the swarm and pack swarm one and five pack six. And zero. we already kind of touched on the swarm with their loss last week, so we'll kind of go into that. Um, Pack obviously six and zero top of the league, uh, top of the power rankings. Um, my question on that was: Will the swarm win another? Will the swarm win another game? And I kind of wanted to look. They play the pack this week, which I don't think they're beating the pack. And I wanted to look to see who they play week eight. I can't remember who they who they played first. Um, but you know, do they win another game? I I don't know. They like I said, they play the. They play the uh, pack this week. That's going to be a tall task to beat them. I think it's going to take a lot. Um, Looks like they play... uh, Let's see here. Okay. They play... They play the Ducks again next week. So they play... So they play the pack and the Ducks. Do they win another game? Swarm. Yes. Yes. You think you beat the Ducks or the Pack?
1: I think they. I think that the game against the Pack is going to be closer than what a lot of people think. I do think the Pack's going to win, but I think that they're going to beat the Ducks. I got faith. See it so happen, dude. That's the thing about them the, is that the streaky thing that we're talking about. Yeah. they're like that as a team. My thing and is, is
0: they, they.
1: And they For them too. to
0: win, they have to have everybody there every week. They never have their whole team there. Ever. Know. You know, and I don't think it's come up, but, like, you know, it's hard. You know, they missed Dylan one game. Last week they didn't have Adam, and they didn't have Josh Grissom. One week they didn't have Adam. You know, so then when you're putting on basically Adam and, uh, or excuse me, Dylan and um, uh, Jones to carry the load, you know, with DRA and, and Xavier and some of those guys as your third and fourth options, it's tough to win games. Mm-hmm. If they get those guys there, they're tough to beat. They're physical. They're same
2: thing with ducks, though. I mean, they have like yeah, five or six guys every Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and that you know I, I think that's a question mark that game. Which team is going to have seven? Which team is going to have five? You know, I think whatever team has more, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's probably
0: going to win. That's what I'm saying. I think I
1: think Swarm can beat the Ducks. I think they I think they yeah, and yeah. I think they want to beat. I I feel like the next two games are going to play really good.
0: I would love to see the Swarm beat the Pack. I <laughs> just think it would just it would humble Josh Williams so much and I would love to see it. every week I want the pack to lose and I it would just make my Sunday to see Josh Williams lose the swarm. Did you want us to beat him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Of course. Alright, I didn't know I don't I don't hate the mages. I, I, I think you guys are I I like a lot of you guys on your team. Okay. The only team I really hate is is to be honest is the pack. Not so much because of Josh, because he you know, he's averaging seven points and he's a good friend, but he he sucks. Um <laughs> but just because that team I think that team talks the most not too much to you but just to the refs mm-hmm. they're constantly just i mean, Josh Williams I think I said, we've, we've talked on this before that dude honestly doesn't even score that much I, I hear him talking more than I see the ball going in the rim <laughs> I'm serious you know and I love the guy but that's what he's kind of I've talked to him about it you know and I told him too that I think some of his shooting struggles come from the fact that he's constantly looking for a foul you gotta play through that you know go up to the rim and Play through that foul and act like you're going to score. You can't, you know, wait on a foul call and then when you get a foul call, be like, uh, you know, foul. <laughs> you can't do that. So uh, you I think- know, Josh. Josh goes back. Josh
2: goes back and watches the games. Yeah, not for his highlights. Yes, but he goes back and watches the
0: calls. Yep. See which one hey was this a call yeah this a call and I think oh, that's, a, break and and I think that's a problem you know and maybe it's just because <laughs> he's 6-0 and and he just he doesn't have anything to, he doesn't, other than his own personal there's no struggles highlights. there's no highlights exactly and other than his own personal struggles there's nothing really to complain about on his team you know other than fouls maybe that's what it is maybe they're 6-0 and and they've won a lot of games and they like ah, well i got to find something to complain about I'll complain about fouls so I don't know I, I think like you said they, they could beat him it could be interesting but um, I'm shooting 100% for the rest of the season oh, that's a bold prediction Tyler I'm not missing a single shot for the rest of the season. I can't wait for you to come out and shoot your first three and just brick it. Game four, we got the Force and Ducks. Now, Matty Ayers, probably about a 75% probability he won't be there. Uh, He's coaching AU. Probably won't be there, so it will be without more likely their GM, Matty Ayers. So, they'll probably have five or six. Again. Yes, again. Can they win with just basically just, well, like I got Cam, Deibel, and Hart. The Force, you know, they've played some good games. They've played some bad games. You know, I think if Sean shoots the way he, he can, and if uh, Julian, I think Julian will be a bit of a matchup nightmare for them. I don't think Hart's going to be quick enough to guard him. Right. Um, and I think, if, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's a toss-up. I think the Ducks definitely have the talent just to win without Matt. But my thing is, with D not having a sub, you know, those guys, we've seen it before when they play with four, they get gassed. You know, it's hard to play with five people in this league, even with five timeouts. So, you know, I think the force that they're smart, if Matt's not there and they have five, you get out and run. You know, make those guys run. Don't settle for threes. Get out and run and tire them out. And then the fourth quarter, you know, you have, you know, hopefully you have a 10 point lead and you can just kind of coach them there. But yeah, the force.
1: Seeing them fold how they did against the the pack really this like that that to me just like put the nail in the coffin for me. I I don't have too much faith in them. Um, Seem like a bunch of nice guys. Don't really know any of them personally, but just watching them play like nobody looked like 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 when when you played the pack when I played the pack like and I didn't even I didn't even play that well. I think I had, like fourteen, but like. I mean, I, I was intense the whole time. Yeah. I'm talking crap. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in people's ear. Yep. Like it's just something like you can visu- you can visually see somebody wanting to yeah, win. Yeah, you
0: and, and I think Jalen's touched on this when we played the pack. Like the pack won, but like there was so much energy in that gym. Right. Not just not only just because yeah. of talent, but just because of the competitive aspect of things. There's a lot of energy. There's there. a lot of energy just from the like the few fans we have there. Right. And the team, the benches, you know, and even that. But just like other teams coming in. You can, and as a player, you can you can feel that it just well, felt different. You
2: guys, you guys genuinely thought that
1: yes. you were gonna win. We're gonna win. Yeah. Same with us. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 only lost to them. We only lost to them by four. Yeah. And we were up by fifteen against. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Like we we was in their face. Yeah. And every, and
2: I think everyone else too. Like everyone was like, oh shit. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, like yeah,
1: when you play a team that is supposed to be the best team in the league, you should never approach it on like this like cool. Yeah. like, okay, it's just another Sunday. Like, I understand it's men's league, but at the end of the day, we're all we're all men, and it's all we're all com- competitive, or else we wouldn't be in this league. Yeah. So to me, it's like, I mean, I'm talking like when I go to bed at night before we play the pack, I was like, I can't fucking wait for tomorrow. Like, I want to fucking beat their ass so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know that's how Josh is. I know that's how you guys are. So yeah. it's just like. Yeah. The force just didn't. They just looked like they didn't give a shit. Like if they <laughs> lost, and they and they obviously didn't because they got trampled.
0: Yeah, thirty. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that was the largest. That was the biggest. That's so been the biggest win, like point differential of Prok so far. Thirty and, points. And maybe ahead.
1: they'll hear this and be like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go and bust the Ducks ass tomorrow. I hope you guys do, but to me, I would not. I, I would never bet against uh, the Ducks in this situation because yeah. I know that big man I can't think of his name right now D-heart. I talk about him all the time D hart he's nasty he's he don't he's a competitive dude he's gonna go out there and try to bust their ass Jevin.
2: Jevin, Jevin. die obviously he thinks competitive. about this a lot cam well too yeah
1: yeah oh they're gonna go out there and they're gonna want to shemos <laughs> shemos yeah he that 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 poop stain he, <laughs> he, he, he's gonna be competitive like
2: I think sheamu might be my favorite player
1: yeah <laughs> I don't know. But I, just, I just call him that because I've never, I don't
2: think I ever spoke a word to him. But I just fucking love. I'd love it. I love ben, watching him. and I love hearing the stories.
1: Dude, Ben was so pissed at that dude. And I was, I didn't, yeah, I was didn't, too. He didn't talk any crap to me, but he was pissed at Ben. And I was like, "Well, you know what, Ben? From now on, I'll call him the poop stain too."
2: I think I would draft Sheamus every single season if I was a GM.
1: Hell. I, I I mean I don't know I don't know he didn't take any stupid shots when we played him so I was like yeah you know, he just played he just go out there plays and tough defense and yeah talk shit you can't really Love it. can't really uh, can't argue that I guess it's, that's that's good on your team he almost
2: ended Mike Bennett's career yeah he
1: put me in a coma
2: <laughs> in a mental fog <laughs> of men- I was in a mental block as a shame the whole next day he just did a lot of reflecting yeah
0: I was <laughs> reflecting on that whole thing yeah, it wasn't so much Seamus, but all these guys oh thinking Seamus just put me in the torture chamber, apparently. <laughs> just the mental for... Was just he,
1: Was he talking shit through you? Oh, time?
0: yeah. It, you know, and it got to the point where it was just like, it was, all, it was getting, like, personal. I was like, okay, this kid. Same thing with Ben. Same thing with Ben. <laughs> right, you know what, I man. was like, all right, man. I said, I'm all for a shit talk. But you're getting to the point now where it's like... <laughs> So now, Seamus, you know, I don't wanna you just you gotta know you're talking to your so pal. Down, Seamus. You're gonna make me cry. Yeah. So That's down. actually awesome. I didn't know
1: that. You know what, Seamus? You're not a poop thing
0: <laughs> If you
1: gotta if you talk shit to Mike like I do There's a we difference. We're yeah. not gonna
0: get it but there was a difference between Tyler late and Shit talking Sheamus TikTok. Was he like saying shit stuff talk. about
1: like was he like
0: talking about your mom? No. <laughs> <But> he, <laughs> words I'm not gonna repeat on the our ProRact yeah. podcast. We'll leave it at that. He call you a jive turkey? Uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to leave it on the – well, we'll leave it on the unfiltered. we are going to have to edit out
1: what I just said, a yeah. jive turkey. Oh,
0: two times now. <laughs> All right, well, let's get off of this bullshit. Um, Shame. So that wraps up the this, tomorrow's games. Um, and then I guess going forward, um, we'll make this quick. Um, as you guys know, Pro Rec, I think some of you guys, you know, don't uh, – our business thing is not just being a basketball organization. We're a sports organization, uh, adult sports. You know, we're changing the way thing, way sports are you know ran and the way they are experienced for the average the average Joe or the you know guys who are you know want to continue to play sports at a high level. Um, so we're talking about this summer. It's in the works. Just kind of feeling out right now about possibly having like a flag football league this summer um, somewhere around here. Um, so I guess I'm not going to touch on it too much, but I guess what we want is just uh, some feedback from you guys, guys who are in the league, um, guys you may know who want to play in it. If you're interested in that, you know, hit up anyone, any of the five of us, Tyler, Jalen, Josh, Matt, or myself. Um, hit up our social media, you know, let us know what you think about that so we can kind of get a feel for it if that's going to be a viable option for us. But that's definitely something that we uh, that we want to uh, start moving forward with too other than just basketball so um and then i guess going forward as well for those of you who don't know uh we recently ordered our championship trophy you know for the pro rec now it's not your traditional trophy okay i hope you all get excited about this it is a custom we'll give you a hint we'll give you a hint it's a custom you don't carry it yeah, we'll give you a hint. Should I, should I? Should we tell them or should we just – Should Whatever. Okay. Um, it's not your traditional trophy. It's not an old cup. It's none of that. It is a custom pro-rec basketball WWE belt with the leather and the metal plate. And our plan is, is the winning GM. GMs get excited. When you win the championship, that's yours for the next season as long as you come back as a GM. Um, you can bring it to the games, hold it up, be a dick, You know, eh, be a WWE, do whatever you want, you know. Show that shit off. If you want to pass around to some of your team guys, you know, let them bring in a week. Um, so it's gonna be a little more fun just other than the day you hold it, you know, that's yours for next season, that's yours your shit talk, you know. That's your that's your that's your your talking point there. You don't even have to say anything, you just walk in the gym that the air and people are like, all right, I respect that guy. He won a championship. <laughs> you know, you know, like you can't you can't talk shit to that guy, you won a championship. You don't even have to say anything. Just walk it with better, a big ass belt.
1: You guys better hope I don't win this shit. <laughs> I will be wearing that bad boy everywhere. <laughs>
0: so we're hoping, uh, uh, technically, to hopefully have it in this next week. And uh, hopefully week eight we can bring it uh, Sunday and uh, kind of show it off and you guys can look at it and give yourselves something to look forward to. Um, I think once you see stuff like that, at least for me and I think Tyler, too, you see stuff like that, you want that. You know, yeah. I think a lot of guys are going to, I think, could help the competitive edge in the league. We kind of talked about that. You see a butt like that, especially a lot of GMs. You know, I know Josh is going to be eating to have yeah. that damn thing. You know, there's a lot of GMs who, you know, are just going to want to have that.
1: The Mages Twitter will pull up uh, with a lot of pictures, you know, me sleeping on it at <laughs> night, stuff like that. It, it'll, never, it'll never end. Tyler Lane
0: wearing it to work just around his <laughs> – yeah. it's, it's his actual new, like, He's work belt. His desk, just like <laughs> – <laughs> oh man it'll be, it'll be rich content uh, so uh, ben, but please score 50 for <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's that's in the works and then we're also gonna have a players party uh at the end of the season again hopefully the friday following the championship uh tentatively don't have that date right now just barring some changes with scheduling conflicts and whatnot but um have that at grumpy days again just like the draft. Not going to be as formal as a draft, obviously, but what we're going to plan on doing is uh, kind of like the NBA does with their season awards. We're going to have three guys for each year. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, three guys for each category, and uh, uh, the owners will decide on who those three are. And then we're going to leave out the GMs to vote, just like before, and then that day we'll invite all three of you, whoever you are, um, to the, to the party, and that person will be unveiled. Those people will be awarded their their their. Uh, whatever you want to say it, prize or award, trophy or award, whatever you want to call it, that night. Um, and it'll just be real quick with that, and then the rest of the time just have a good time, party, drink, just like before. Want to see people get drunk, take their tops off on the stage. Uh, so looking into that, and then uh, we're also thinking about possibly this next this summer. Uh, also feedback for this about having possibly a three-on-three tournament too. So we want, again, to reiterate that I know you guys have heard it, but we're not just... A Basketball League. We want to do a lot more sports. We want to do more for the community. Um, and we want to do stuff just for guys who aren't even in the Pro Rec right now the Basketball League. You know, we want to reach other people who have other interests, other sports. Uh, so if you have any ideas, let us know. We're open to anything. You know, we we, we do this for you guys. Anything for you, too?
1: I'm going to throw in the suggestion uh, bucket, a ping pong uh, league, because I know Ooh. I'd be the champion of that. You would not. I'm that, really I good would love that. that. You
0: would not. I guarantee you would not win that. I've been playing that, ping pong since I was five, and I have the wingspan of Yao Ming and ping pong. So shut up. No, I,
1: I don't think you ever saw what I can do with it. A... Tyler.
0: You, I I just I feel like I feel like you can't even you you couldn't even move in ping pong these days. You think it's fun? You think that's funny? Yeah, it's not. You couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, Layton, ping pong master. Dude,
1: I've you ever seen Jack Black in that movie? Yes, I'm literally in. It. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's another option. You know, like there's ping, <laughs> there's things like we, we talked about ping pong, spike ball. You know, volleyball leagues down the road. There's so many possibilities we want to do with this. Um, and again, it's you know it's for you guys, and we want to hear what your interests are because obviously we're not going to do it unless we have people mm-hmm. willing to participate. So, right. but on the horizon, flag football.
2: Yep, definitely something we're looking at. Yep, within, within the, the next few months, a yep. couple months, hopefully maybe in two, three months, June, July. You know,
0: yeah. that's the small outlook there. So, again, just let us know, whether it be on Twitter, talk to us personally, text us, mm-hmm. let us know um, so we can kind of get an idea of, you know, how many we did, would have play, and then we would have to reach out to get other people to play as well. So, yeah. All right. you guys got anything else? No, sir. No. Well, I think that wraps up this week's podcast. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Um, Jake Schmeltz, bring your 3.8 bring your game, buddy. Uh oh <laughs> And I'm gonna go out on a limb here Tyler's convinced me we'll The we will be the pack tomorrow <laughs> You said that every week I know I just Tyler It took I wasn't convinced But it took Tyler and to convinced me today If the Swarm level late there I feel like Adam Bevier might score 50 wait, wait Josh might Is Josh gonna be there? Josh will be He's not gonna be there next week Oh Who's he yeah. to play next week? Uh
2: f-
1: Nightmare Oh they're going to lose in the nightmare next week. No, I'm just joking. That's what Matt said though, last, during our last podcast. Yeah. yeah.
0: Matt, Matt said, Matt's you know just, I'm Matt. going to say it. I'm going to say it. The nightmare. They're going to beat the pack. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a hater of all people except himself, let's be honest. Yeah. Matt hates every NBA player other than, I don't know, Lonzo Ball. And he hates everybody else <laughs> in the league. Everybody else is just ass and bitches, apparently. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, we'll let you go. Uh, see you tomorrow. Um, have a wonderful pro-rec, pro-rec evening. <laughs> Be, uh, what was it? Be proactive. pro <laughs>
2: Oh, man.